next stop, the Super Bowl. Hell yeah, you know we on. We built to do this all night long. Who that? Who that say they gon' beat them Saints? They a lie. They can try, but in the don't we know they ain't. Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Who that? And welcome back to the Canal Street Chronicles podcast. I'm your host as always. Brendan Ertle, I'm alongside my co-host, Nate Williamson. Nate, what's up? How is the playoff vibe doing for you right now? Yo, I'm so excited. There is a lot going on right now in the world as we sit here, uh, mostly just in Washington, D.C., but and I need a distraction. I think everybody needs a distraction. Um, distraction is not the right word. We need something to relax us, and that's what we're here to do. And that's what football is here to do, like normal. So I'm excited. I'm feeling it. I'm ready to see the Saints play again. Um, I'm from Illinois, so I'm ready to see the Saints play the Bears again. That's going to be a lot of fun. I don't have any love for the Bears necessarily. I don't really have any hate for the Bears. I was always more of a Colts fan because I grew up right on the border with Indiana. And I don't really care that much for the city of Chicago. But this week, I hate the Bears. (laughs) Well, in general, I'm sure people around the world are just wanting um, just, just to be healthy right now. And we got some good news about some Saints health in here in just a bit. But before, we have a word from a Canal Street Chronicles partner. Check out the Saints auction powered by I Got It on the Saints app to bid on any player used mementos from this weekend's game. And exclusive offers available nowhere else. Make sure you follow the auctions on social media at I Got It Auction. Because only with I Got It, you get to have your own highlight of the game. Make sure you go follow at I Got It Auction. Go check those guys out. They'll get you hooked up. But now, let's talk about some good Saints health. I know around the world, it's not it's not um, with COVID and what else is going on in the world. There's not some good things. But the Saints, these past three weeks, um, of course, haven't played their best football. But they haven't played their worst. I'm looking at the, the past five games. The Bears and the Saints are both three and two. And the Saints' two losses have come in from Kansas City and Philadelphia. And the strategy the Saints have kind of had these past three weeks is let's kind of sit our not, – not necessarily sit, but let, let's not rush back any of these players out of injuries. Marcus Williams, um, let him rest. Michael Thomas, of course. Deontay Harris has been out for a long time. And the list goes on and on. I think their strategy of kind of letting these players heal a little bit, I think it's starting to work. The only player that did not practice today is Nick Easton, and I'm I'm personally worried about Nick Easton. This will be his uh, third concussion this season. People are rumoring about him retiring. I could easily see that. Three concussions in a year is just um, it's just it's bigger than it's bigger than the game at that point. And to see him go would suck, but. It's the reason we drafted Cesar Ruiz, and he, he's got to step up. And his first game is against an ex-Saint, Keem Hicks. But looking at the limiteds, JT Gray, who played last week, um, Trey Hendrickson, a big one. His neck, he's listed with a neck injury. He's limited. Josh Hill, who has been out for a while with a finger issue, he practiced. Taysom Hill with a concussion practice. So he probably um, passed concussion protocol. Don't really know what limited practice looks like in today's game, but – it's a positive sign for Taysom. Marcus Williams with the ankle, he was limited. That is big to get him back on the field. I mean, PJ has done a, a pretty good job of stepping in for him, but Marcus Williams just adds that that elite depth, that the um, elite range, I should say, that the Saints usually don't have. 
And two guys that weren't listed were Michael Thomas and Deontay Harris. They were both quote unquote limited, but they didn't have to be written down the injury report because they currently are on IR as well. And Patrick Robinson is also in that category. He practiced and they think they can have all those guys back. So going from pretty much zero to hundred, Drew Brees said it best today. They're probably one of the only teams that have played second and third string reserve guys at every single position. Yeah, and I, I think for that very purpose alone, this is one of those times where we have to sit back and say, holy crud, how well this team is put together. And truthfully, top to bottom, uh, you know, however this playoff ends, you know, it's refreshing to see the Saints have a team that can do that, you know, and especially fans older than you and I, Brennan, you know, they've been through so much. They've seen so many horrible seasons we've seen so many horrible seasons but nothing in comparison to these people that have been saints fans for the lifelong haul and you know and lifelong meaning the life of the saints team you know it hasn't been around that long but you know it's just crazy to think how far they've come in terms of building this team together um and just seeing how well it's all come together depth wise for this last run for drew Brees' career and even past that, I mean, I don't think you can safely say at all. I don't think you would even, I I don't even think Skip Bayless would hazard to say that this Saints team won't be at least good to playoff worthy to maybe having a wild card shot, depending on who lines up at quarterback at a Super Bowl next year. I mean, just because Drew leaves, Drew's not the focal point of this team anymore. And that depth is really going to show itself when everybody is back. Like we've said for the last couple of weeks, Kamara, Thomas, Breeze, that the NFL's best trio, in my opinion, I've said it many times, hasn't hardly played together at all. And when we see them play together, I think people are going to remember just how scary the Saints team can be, especially on the offensive side of the ball. And really, how good would it feel to go out there? And, you know, I'm going to knock on wood because I don't want to be to blame for this. If the Saints just went out there, blew the living f out of the bears this weekend it would feel so good yeah and the saints have played the bears this year they beat them in overtime and that was a game of course you talk about um fighting through all these injuries they didn't have any of their regular wide receivers i mean this was Jawan johnson's first game and of course little jordan humphrey he hasn't had much experience they didn't have michael thomas uh deontay and i don't remember if emmanuel sanders played in that game or not i cannot remember but i remember they were super thin at that wide receiver, wide receiver position and I'll tell you this, difference between playing in Chicago where it's cold, every little hit hurts, throwing the football hurts, it's so dang cold. Go From playing in the 72 degrees dome where you're used to, I mean, this is to be a total difference. And like you said about even past this year, the Saints, the depth on this team, Drew even talked about it. He said um, over these past three, four years, the, the playoff runs that the Saints have had, yes, disappointing, but look at the turnaround around around all the different uh, – around the league. Look at the teams that have, that have been there. The Rams were there one year. The Vikings were there one year. Uh, the Eagles were good one year. These rosters are turned over. And the one team that has stayed really consistent in terms of their, their roster has been the Saints. I mean, it's been the same core guys. You know, the Teron Armsteads, the Michael Thomases, the Marcus Williams, the Marshawn Lattimore's. You, you, you get what I'm saying? Like, the, it's this is the same core. And they just got to play everything past them. And they got the Bears this week who are 8-8. Eight and eight. And it really feels like they shouldn't be here, but they're, they're, there's a reason they are. They do have a talented defense, and the narrative around the media is this Bears defense is really, really good. But you know what? I think the Saints defense is better. That's just my hot take. I think the Saints defense is better. 
Yeah, I think that's incredibly fair to say, especially considering the emergence of guys like Trey Hendrickson. You know, from second to third string, this Saints defense has time and time again provided last week, even down to the fifth string. I'm pretty sure they threw water boys out there in the secondary, at least, you know, especially guys coming off with one play, one interception. I know it's garbage time. It was not the greatest quarterback, to say the least, out there that they're playing against. But this Saints defense the one thing that I would say if you were going to give it anything and only one thing that it has on the bears defense is depth. The bears have a lot of really, really talented playmakers, but the saints can rotate guys in like crazy and, you know, just kind of use that to their advantage against a coach like Matt Nagy uh, and other um, certain questionable characters on that bears coaching staff uh, that even Chicago bears fans do not like. Let's remember that. Um, and if Sean Payton and his coordinators can have a great game, I just don't see why they can't dominate on both sides of the ball. I mean, Matt Nagy is he, – he, he's an okay coach. I wouldn't put him up there in the top. I wouldn't put him in the bottom either. I mean, he's just kind of average. It's kind of so-so. But this is almost a completely different Bears team that the Saints will be playing just in terms of the way they run they run things. I mean, we, went, we played the Nick Foles Bears who – Threw it deep all the time with Daryl Mooney. He didn't practice this week. He got hurt in the, the Packers game last week. We don't know if he's going to play. Um, Rokon Smith as well did not practice. And Jalen Johnson, their star corner, uh, the rookie, he was limited as well. So question marks there. But this is a Mitch Trubisky-ran offense now that likes to run the football. And they're not great at it. But it's it's let's run the football. Let's do the best we can. And then it's kind of short passes. It's a completely different scheme that the Saints are going to be seeing. I mean – I don't think this game will be as close as it is last time because um, hopefully we have Michael Thomas back. And one thing we haven't touched base on yet is Alvin Kamara potentially playing in this game. Um, it sounds everything but 100% that Michael Thomas will play in this game. He seemed ready to go to practice today, of course. And Alvin Kamara is kind of be a game-time decision-ish. It's, it's pretty much on Sean Payton if he wants to play him or not. If he seems that he's um, asymptomatic still and he's good to go practice-wise, I would have to assume that he's not in the building. Of course, he's staying at home and just on Zoom calls, trying to get the game plan down and get as much as he can because, I mean, he's kind of in the same situation that Tony Jones Jr. was last week, um, just kind of thrown into the fire a little bit. But Alvin Kamara is Alvin Kamara. I would love to see this trio back, and I know the Saints have been kind of waiting to see this trio, and I think it could be dangerous. It could be really dangerous. It's going to be a completely different Bears defense as well. They're banged up a little bit. And Drew Brees is Drew Brees. I mean, you could say whatever. He's not very good on the road, but in the dome, he's a different breed. He's a Hall of Famer. He'll get it done. And I think they have a field day. I'm not going to say they blow him out, but I think they win comfortably. And I think they should. I really do, especially, you know, playing at home. Um, And like you said, having Drew Brees really, honestly, if anybody tells you that Drew Brees isn't going to be out there giving literally his everything in this game and in the corresponding game, should they win? I, I mean, I just don't know what they're thinking because that whole team, they're going to take one look at Drew Brees in the pregame locker room. And they're going to take one look at that relationship between him and Sean Payton, between him and Demario Davis, between him and the rest of his teammates, you know, that have been there longer, shorter. Um, and they're going to play their hearts out for that guy. That's their captain. I mean, one of their captains. And you just got to think that they're really ramped up for this. You know, the Saints have had their ups and downs this year. But the crazy thing about their downs, I mean, they were still a top half team on their worst day. 
Uh, the games they lost were some tough ones. They were hard to watch. Um, but it's just insane when you think about where this team was headed at the beginning of the season versus where they are now and what they've gone through. Um, and, you know, in all fairness, a lot of teams have gone through COVID stuff, but the Saints have gone through COVID stuff, injury stuff, you know, just about anything you could think of along the way, quarterback being out. How many times do you see a quarterback break half of his body's ribs and come back and play uh, at, at all, much less just a couple weeks later? It, it's insane. Sean talked about a lot this week, not really caring what seed they were at the end of the year because they knew they had the most talented roster. And Colin Coward, who is a Saints hater, put him at number two in their power rankings and number one being the Buffalo Bills. So, I mean, there's respect around the media that they they can say like, okay, this Saints team still hasn't played a full game. And the last time they have, we saw them beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are a very good football team. Personally, I thought um, they played higher than they should have, and they dismantled them. 38-3 was ridiculous. should have been 38-0. And if this team potentially we're seeing right now, I'm looking at the computer, and this this lineup that I'm seeing, it looks really pretty. If we can get that, geez, I mean, the playoff run, it doesn't matter if we were playing, um, if we had the bye or if we were playing, if we were the eighth seed and we played playing the, uh, the number two seed, it really doesn't matter because – I mean, like Sean was saying, we we are resting Michael Thomas, our best player. We wanted him 100% or close as 100% for the playoffs as humanly possible. And it's not that the ankle got worse for Michael. It just was taking longer than they thought. So it's like, okay, let's rest him. Let's try to go win as many games as we can. Let's get the best seed as we can. And let's play our best football come the wild card weekend. And here we are playing the Bears in, in a matchup where, um, you know, it's the Bears. And you go, you go look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers situation where they have to travel to Washington playing the Redskins. It's like, okay, the NFC East is not very good. Hold your horses a little bit. This isn't a bye week for them. Since Alex Smith has been the starting quarterback for Washington, they're 5-1. and one. And that Washington pass rush is something that is going to give the Bucs problems. So I'm not going to say that the, the, the Redskins – or excuse my language. The football team are going to win or nothing. <laughs> but – that pass rush is scary, and I think the Saints have a fair old matchup with the Bears. I think they really do. I think they fit um, what they want to do well, and I think Marshawn will have a bounce-back game. Last time he played Al Robinson, Al Robinson got the best of them, and I think they'll be ready to go. And I, I really think they're going to lock in and hope for no um, situation where I end up crying on game day again. Yeah, we don't need you in your fields. That's the one thing that I don't need in my life. So let's hope for a big win. Let's hope for a Tampa Bay loss. Let's hope for all the best teams in the league to lose because, I mean, hoping never hurts, right? The least you can do or the most you can do is get let down. And uh, I don't think it'll be the Saints letting us down this week. It'll probably be some other teams around the league. Brendan, you know, I got to ask you this, and this is on the spot. This is super random. So we'll Uh see because my answer to it might – probably won't surprise you if you had to pick one upset that you think might happen in the playoffs this weekend or you know in this first round who do you think who we're talking nfc or afc either one you can pick mine's afc yours is afc well i'll go nfc and i'll just go what i'm talking about and i really really think the reds gosh my mouth again the football team can beat the bucks i think i think they could but one I could see even more is the Rams being the Seahawks. I just think the mm-hmm. Seahawks just play down to opponents every week. I could see the Rams 
Um, there's a situa- situation where we have to play the Bucks in the divisional, and that's if the Rams beat the Seahawks and the Bucks win. So I think, I think that's a probable situation, honestly. I think the Rams could beat the Seahawks. I think that's a good one, you know, and mine actually, uh, for me, uh, is kind of along those lines too. I think this is a team that's really trending up in the right direction and they, they play at one o'clock on Sunday. And I really think the Ravens could take down the Titans, you know, in this first game, I think they're hitting on all the cylinders at the right time. You know, I was just curious. I think it's fun to talk about. It's fun to set those things out there. Uh, but yeah, for me, I, I would give the Ravens a good look on Sunday. I like that. I like that. Only thing I like from Tennessee is how Derrick Henry's been playing. I mean, they've been mm-hmm. keeping their games real, real tight. I mean, Derrick Henry hitting 2,000 rush yards is He's a monster. stupid. That's stupid. But, I mean, Mark Ingram hasn't been playing up to his ability, but they've had running backs step up. Gus Edwards, uh, J.K. Dobbins is playing out of his mind. I think it's very probable. I mean, they're used to, put, they're used to playing outside. Um, the question I'm going to ask you on the spot, Okay, who is coming out of the AFC? Oh, goodness, 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 goodness. You know, I hate to play it safe, but I really just think that this is the most obvious answer that you could get, you know, and I think it's the Chiefs. I really do believe that this team is equal caliber to last year's team. Um, If not, maybe even about on the same pace, got some more impact players, certain skill positions. The only place I worry about is that secondary in the defense been a little shaky they uh you know in the past but anytime you have patrick mahomes it's a safe bet to think that they'll make it into the big super bowl and see how it goes mine would be the complete same i mean i think it's gonna be buffalo kansas city in the ac championship yeah mahomes seen that firsthand it's 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 not fair it's Mm -hmm. really playing madden it's not fair and i think buffalo's a great team i mean i think they'll be good for a while but just not this year and my final rant for this podcast is going to be that the Saints can meet up with the Chiefs again come February, and it doesn't matter who they play, when they play, what the temperature is. If it's in Green Bay, if Green Bay has to come here for some odd reason, that would never happen. But (laughs) I think that we can go to Green Bay. I think we can. I think we can. I think we can go to Green Bay, and I think we can beat them. I'm confident in that. I think I really think right now the Saints are the better football team than the Packers right now. That's my personal opinion. The Packers have been playing well. They've been playing really good football. But I think that the Saints, fully healthy, fully loaded, can go into Green Bay, beat them in the snow, beat them in the rain, beat them in the sun, go to the Super Bowl. That's it. I think there's a lot to back that statement up. And, you know, just even from taking in what some of the pundits have said, you know, and they do bring up a good point. This Packers team has had not nearly the strength of schedule that the Saints team has faced not nearly the adversity they're down one of their starting tackles probably the best at his position in the league and you know I also think I like the way that Green Bay matches up with the Saints I like the Saints play with them you have Marshawn Lattimore locking Devontae Adams up and then after that you know you have to worry about Marquez Valdez Scantling but there's not a whole lot of threats in the wide receiver group and we know the Saints have one of the best linebacker complimentary packages in the in the league and you know it would be even more amplified if Quan Alexander weren't hurt but you know I think tomorrow Davis can handle Aaron Jones or at least contain him enough um, and if you can stop Aaron Rodgers or even hold Aaron Rodgers you have to like their chances against them now I will say going to Lambeau changes a lot 
Mm-hmm. But a lot of that home field advantage now is just going to be cold weather. It's not going to be the fans at Lambeau because, well, there won't be fans at Lambeau, at least not as many. And, you know, that home field advantage, other than I think for in-dome teams, kind of goes away because teams that play at home in the domes are more comfortable. They tend to play better in the dome, of course, more passing football, and they tend to have teams that showcase that like the Saints do with Drew Brees. You know, it, it, things change when you get outside, but home field advantage, don't count on it this year. All I'll say is you take away – look at the 31 other teams. You take away their starting quarterback, their starting wide receiver, their starting running back for different times throughout the year, their record will dramatically change 100%. They won't be making the playoffs. You take away their starting middle linebacker, um, that being Quan take away their free safety, take away one of their corners for a while, take away both their corners for a game. The list goes on and on. The Saints have fought so much adversity. I know the Packers have lost maybe the best left tackle in football right now. But that's pretty much it. For the most part, they are pretty healthy. They did lose their center for a little bit, but they are pretty healthy. I mean, they had the Devontae Adams was fighting some injuries early in the season. But the Saints could have beat this team when they weren't playing good football. They weren't playing good defense. They couldn't stop the bootleg for – like, they wouldn't be able to stop a high school team running a bootleg for some reason. They just could not. They weren't very good at stopping the run. And offensively, they were all over the place. Taysom Hill kind of fumbled that game away. I think if we meet him again, it'll be different. But looking too far ahead, we got an NFC North team, um, a different NFC North team we got to worry about, and that's the Bears. And that's this weekend. And that will pretty much wrap up this podcast. And I hope you guys enjoyed our ranting. Um, not No hate, but let's just have a peaceful, a nice Sunday where we can enjoy the game. We kick back. It's a nice W, no stress. Um, and that's it. No stress this weekend, Saints, please. Please don't put us through what we're all expecting you to put us through. Just don't do it for once. Don't let do Drew it. Right off in the sunset. Yes. Let, let Aaron Rodgers have the MVP. Drew yeah. Brees, we got a Super Bowl MVP. He can bring it home to his, his living room. He can retire, and I'll retire as well. Just all kidding. I'm going to say. Drew Brees has two hands. He can ride off into the sunset. Super Bowl trophy. Super Bowl trophy. Two hands, two trophies. That's it. Call it quits. Go home. Enjoy that lovely family. He can ride that horse all the way to the Hall of Fame. And then and that's name how the we're horse Mark Ingram because he's an honorary <laughs> member of this team, even though he left us. It's fine. Absolutely. That, I'm not that, bitter. That duo. I'm not bitter. Right. We're, we are the new Mark Ingram, Alvin Kamara. Yes. I'll write down. That's true. Write that down. It's biblical truth now. You can't write down anything that isn't true. Absolutely. Well, you know where to find us on Twitter. It's at Alvin Cabrera and at Mark. Just kidding. It's at, <laughs> at Sports. Go follow us. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Who that? Who that? Who that? Let's go. We on the road. The next stop. Don't we know?